Hey everybody, welcome to continue watching. My name is Anton. This is Tyler. <laughs> My name's Trey. And today we are watching Fight Club, which was released in 1999, which is a great show to, to those who think it is. Uh, available on TNT and maybe another place, so you can go I ahead. I mine on Tubi. On Tubi, there you go. Tubi, Tubi. probably has a, a thing connection with like TNT or something like that. I don't know. Probably. Maybe not. Who knows? But that's where you can watch it. So, a quick description. Trey. Uh, a man named Jack is uh, unhappy with his life until he runs in with a handsome stranger named Tyler Durden. Changes his whole world around. And I will preface this by saying Fight Club is not about fighting. What's it about? Tell me. I don't know. Unchecked male aggression. Oh, the fascism. Could be, yeah. <laughs> well, according to IMDb, and this is something that's already popping out to me, uh, Edward Norton is only the narrator in this show. Nothing else. <laughs> yep, that's a body <laughs> double. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all Brad Pitt with CGI to make him look like Edward Norton. <laughs> I could dig wow. that. I mean, can't it's, believe uh, the Hulk that Edward Norton was in looked like that. Then I know, right? <laughs> well, I'm just saying it's a lot like Looper, where they made Joseph Gordon-Levitt look more like uh, Ben, not Ben Stiller, Bruce Willis. It's <laughs> a, a big difference. Yeah, and Meatloaf well, is in it. Which Meatloaf is in it? He's got bitch yeah. tits. Yeah, they're nice. What? Uh, what you guys think, Tyler? I heard earlier you said you liked it. Yeah, I really like this movie. Antone? I liked it, but I don't think I liked it as much as both of you two. What does that mean? I mean, I enjoyed it, but I wouldn't rant and rave about it. Well, I'm not ranting, but I will rave. <laughs> Perhaps they've intended. See, well, there you go. You're, you're raving, which is something I myself still wouldn't do. <laughs> I mean, oh. I've, I've seen this once, uh, actually, I think like twice before. So this is like my third time watching it, I think. And Tyler, you had not seen it beforehand. Uh, no. Well, did somebody spoil the twist for you, or did you know the whole time? Uh, yeah. The, the twist has been spoiled for years, dude. I know. Well, hey, listen. I don't know how how on the, the, the page you've been with Fight Club. How big on the radar it's been for you. Um, I always thought... The twist was a fan theory. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm watching it thinking, wow. In the beginning, I was like, all right, that's a silly fan theory. I don't I don't see how that's even plausible. And the more I watched it, I was, the more I was like, you know, that's really interesting. I could maybe get on board with that. And then the twist happens, and I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think that's actually a pretty interesting way to to see uh, to watch that to think that it was only a fan theory. <laughs> like it was cool. Like I felt like I was big brain because I was like trying to notice things to make the fan theory fit. And then it just is how it is, and I don't know. It kind of took the took the fun out of the twist a little bit. 
Did you <laughs> did you catch the one frames of or I guess it's closer to four frames, but if you watch it again, you keep an eye out, especially in the beginning. There's frames of Tyler that pop up for just like it might even just be one frame on screen at a time. Yeah, I don't the, think so. So I didn't think I really noticed it this time, but I mean, I remember he- seeing it before. Um, but just the fact that he d- does that to the family films and then they actually did it themselves <laughs> in there was pretty, pretty great. Yeah, I am. I, I like that part. Did you see the penis at the end? That was also in there. I don't know. I think so. Yeah, at, at the end, there was a frame of a giant dick. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I probably uh, wasn't uh, paying too much attention to it. uh, I watched this at a very formative time in my life. So for a while, I kind of, instead of Ryan Gosling, I I based my uh, personality around Tyler Durden or tried to. Yeah, I definitely saw him. I definitely saw you in him, if that makes sense. That's sweet. I wish, dude. Do you guys want to start a uh, a fight club? Like, no, thank you. Okay. I'll just fall. I'll just be the referee. Like I don't. I'm not. I'm not a. Everyone I'm a lover, fight. not a fighter. So well, after, that's fine. If, after that, we can uh, graduate to a domestic terrorist group. <laughs> Hell yeah! Is I learned how to make napalm from this. The book which I have read. They teach you how to make a silencer out of a using just the gun. Like, they talk about how to drill holes properly. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Looks like uh, James Marsden went to the uh, premiere event of this show. For him. Now we know that uh, it's definitely worthy. But I don't know, then Matthew Perry went also, so that's kind of a... Hey, listen, he's the only guy from Friends that I like. <laughs> he has not aged grateful- gracefully. He has not let fame take over. Dude, this is according right now is an IMDb's popularity, like 166 popularity on IMDb. Yeah, as I mean, of right now. Yeah, that's what it says. Yeah, shows down for, but I mean, probably he's not not been moving too much lately. There I mean, it's have a, been four hit movies released this year. Yeah, I mean, it's it's trending at a 8.8. So. People like this film now. This is the third movie I think we've watched by my favorite director, uh, David Fincher. We watched Girl with a Dragon Tattoo. Remember that? There's that pretty brutal rape scene. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Both ways. A bunch of other stuff happened. And we also watched um, Seven, which was the movie he did before this. Oh, what's in the box? Right? What's I'm in glad the he box? I don't know if Tyler Durden could be anybody with Brad Pitt. George Clooney. Ooh, George Clooney would have been a good fit. <laughs> he wouldn't have been book accurate, but I could uh, definitely get behind a George Clooney. About Mike Myers. Uh Michael the Killer? No. Oh. The spy. Oh. <laughs> hey. The international man of mystery. <laughs> yeah. It's white spy and black spy. Play the have you seen the, the new TV show that he came out with on Netflix? The Pantaverit? <laughs> I don't know. It gives really good um, good old Austin Powers vibes there that I really appreciate. And, <laughs> it. and it has um, Keegan-Michael Key in it. 
<laughs> in the first ep- like one of the episodes i think it's like episode two um his character has to join pentavrit sorry a little bit of spoilers but um the <laughs> they made a nice little pun in there um it's either he if he joins the pentavrit he has to pick up a key and if he chooses not to join he has to pretty much commit suicide which is their little pill um and so he's um monologuing and he's like so what would it be key or peel and he, he shoots to the camera and goes hey now <laughs> so that was pretty great and if you don't know that reference keegan michael key did uh, a show with michael peel or jordan peel uh if- it is Mixed, Jordan Peele. Yeah, Jordan Peele, not Michael Kidd. I don't know where I got that from. And the show was called Key and Peele. So, yeah, there's your reference, if you don't know. Which I recommend everyone watch Key and Peele. It's hilarious. I really enjoy Key and Peele. Have you guys seen Keanu, the film they did? Where they <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> and, That's a pretty good one, too. And Keanu Reeves was in it, too. I thought that was hilarious. I did not partake. Yeah, it's it's a, a comedy version of John Wick. <laughs> I've been looking up more about the film since mm-hmm. I watched it. Okay. Do you know the genres this is classified under? Uh, no. no. Retro, noir, and slumming trauma. Ooh. I would need re- require a definition on that last one. Slumming trauma, uh, in the sense that it falls between the genres of the sentimental slumming drama and the trauma film. Slumming? Are you assuming just like because they're like in a kind of a poverty-ish state? Uh, I guess yeah. Hmm. I uh. I do want to bring up now, Tyler, that you're talking about more things about it. Did you like the scene when she said, I haven't been fucked like that since grade school? <laughs> that made me sad. Originally, the, the line she said is, I want to have your abortion. But they're, they're like, you can't, you can't say that. Like, we're not going to let you put that in the movie. And he goes, all right, I, I, we'll, I'll, I'll bet. But the next thing I submit, I'll change it. But you, uh, no more changes. That's, I'll change it once. Just, that's what it came up with and she was outraged Jesus. and she's like I want it I want it put back and he goes no that's not the deal we agreed to <laughs> I I mean the one they stuck with I think is is worse yeah far worse my favorite bedroom scene is when he opens the door holding the the rubber he's got the rubber glove on oh yeah like, you want to finish her off and she goes who is that he goes shut <laughs> up <laughs> <laughs> Tyler's treatment of of Marla maybe is not something that you should laugh at, but I I do every time. I think it's so funny. I think if you take it as just a film, then yeah, you can laugh at it. But if you're taking it as like, this is how I will now treat women's right, and it's like mm, get help. Yeah, I mean, I'd never, I'd only ever think of anything in this to be in the film. I'd never really. Take it to real life. I will. One yeah, day I'm I'll gonna take blow up most a Starbucks to real life. Well, I'm gonna blow up a giant piece of gross corporate art that will kill the star. Blow up a Starbucks. If um, we topple the Starbucks, 
topple the economy back uh, to zero. <laughs> actually, in the book, it's a little different. Tyler is more about primitivism, um, and so he's going to destroy. The, this is like the first step of terrorism, and he's going to destroy a bunch of natural history museums. Oof. Oh. Oof, I don't like that. <laughs> well, because he doesn't... I don't know, you'd have to read the book. He doesn't want looking back anymore. I mean, he, he wants to bring us back. But... Well, all I have to say about that is a very famous quote. Those who don't learn from their past are doomed to repeat it. That's good, he wants to repeat it. I'll give you a quote, too. It belongs in a museum! <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite parts of uh, It's Always Sunny. Right. When they break into those people's houses, because they're going to take it. Oh. <laughs> the, wait, wait, wait. I'm thinking of the a different one, I think. I'm thinking of the one where they all break into that one house. Yeah, that one. Okay. The vase. The vase. Yeah. The artifact. Frank just whips it. Um... I, I, I dig it, though. But I, I like... Because there's a lot of thorough roomy, er, themes in this story, and I, I like the setup of the love triangle. Um, even as early on as it was. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Because it really does come down to who wants what. I, I don't agree with him getting shot in the lip killing Tyler. Like, it's kind of an interesting use of... That type of thing. Uh, he's me type of thing, you know? Yeah. I mean, one question I do have, and I can't necessarily remember. Does uh, Edward Norton's character's name ever get mentioned? No, but the running theme is that his name is Jack. Oh. Because, you know, he's like reading the thing like, oh, I am, I am Jack's uncontrollable rage. Gotcha. When he's talking about the stuff in the first person, I don't know. Doesn't this make you guys want to go out and do crime? Nah, not really. I mean, makes me want to kind of pick up a new hobby of making soap. But I'm down. <laughs> Look, just about anything in the world with soap. Let's make soap. I mean, not out of human fat, though. I mean, we'd have to find a place to reliably get it. Which I don't know any liposuction clinics in the area, but I, I bet they couldn't be that hard to find. That's the crazy thing is I bet a lot of this stuff you could do and get away from, get away with. Yeah, probably. So, do you think that uh, the narrator will continue on with the uh, Project oh. Mayhem? Spoiler alert! <gasps> or Fight Club two and three. Those, uh-huh. are the, those are the sequels to the books, though, and by all accounts, they're not very good. Um. Are they books themselves? Uh, they're comic books, but they are written by the original author. Cash grab. I think so. Um, all in all, I've read a bunch of his other work, and it's not what I would call. Like, he's not a great author. A lot of good ideas just stumble. The book actually ended way differently. Um, the bombs don't go off. Tyler screwed up, because he talks at the very beginning. He's like, I've never been able to get this method of explosives to work myself. But you can do it this way. It just It's never happened that way for me. And Tyler used those b- bombs to try to blow up the, the credit card building, which it was next to the Natural History Museum it was going to fall over on. It. But it didn't go off. And so he just gets 
admitted to a psych ward, and then all the guards know who he is, and they're like, don't worry, sir, we're still doing this. We can't wait for you to get out kind of thing. Huh. And the author's like, bruh, the ending you guys did was a million times better. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) One thing I remember hearing um, is in China, they changed the ending so that the bombs don't end up going. So, I mean, I don't... From what I hear, and this is um, just because uh, I don't remember ever reading the article, just like reading the comments, is <laughs> not because they want to make it more like the book, but because <laughs> they just wanted to let everyone know that that would never be successful. <laughs> right. Yep. <laughs> they arrest him. He was discharged from the hospital in 2012. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently they've changed it back because everyone got very upset at the because I don't know this is an anti corporate film on some level and the idea that they changed it to sell more tickets in China is funny. Just it's funny the way the way the world works. But um, now I used to have this argument a lot with a former uh, girl I dated. She's like, I could join Fight Club, and it's like she can't join Fight Club. It's for dudes only. Do you guys think that's a good idea? Do you subscribe to that? Should we let women into Fight Club? Uh, yeah. I don't see Sorry. an issue to it as long as they understand. Like, I'm not <laughs> saying like w- <laughs> never. I'm just gonna stop. <laughs> no, that's let's okay. hear it. Let's get sexist. No, I'm just saying. Like, I'm not saying that weak uh, women are weaker, but I mean on average, they would be, uh, statistically speaking. But I mean, unless there was like some way to kind of like curb that, be like, you know what? If you want to fight against uh, a man, you're free to do so. But <laughs> uh, if you want, you can only fight women. It definitely have to be something like. That. I mean, maybe do to start it a men and women fight clubs. Yeah, you like know? you just need to know, like going in, like, hey. This time you may end up fighting against a man, or depending on uh, something institutionally set up to determine. But I don't. I don't think uh, Tyler would approve of that. Yeah, I don't think so either. While I do, I don't think Tyler would. Well, it's about primal maleaggression. So exactly. even though I'd like to hit more women in my life, I don't think I would let them in because it destroys. Well, and if you're and if and if the point that he's trying to do is to go back. Uh, sorry, women. The past has not been kind to you. That's true. I think Tyler's pretty smart in what he's doing, though, because we've seen it a lot with what's going on currently. But there's a lot of angry dudes out there that you could leverage into acting as a private army. You know? I bet... I bet if we actually, you could actually get something like this going, there's a bunch of dudes out there who'd be like, yeah, reclaiming this just for men. This, this, and this, of course. That's great. Yeah, we should definitely blow up a Starbucks. Coffee used to be only for boys. <laughs> now women are drinking it? Ew. Well, I think it's just, he's just uh, sick of being advertised to, dude. True. He's just like, sick he's and tired like... of being sick and tired, man. Enter himself. Back to the uh, theme of fascism. Yeah. 
Um, he's it. He said that it purposely shapes an ambiguous message whose interpretation is left to the audience. He also said, I love this idea that you can have fascism without offering any direction or solution. Isn't the point of fascism to say, this is the way we should be going? Well, this movie couldn't be further from offering any kind of solution. That's true. Which is kind of interesting. Yeah, it is way more about just the destruction of things. Even in the book, it's not, he doesn't have a plan moving forward. The plan only comes after everything's destroyed first. And there's a bunch of lines, some of them I really like, and he's like, you know, I want to dump oil on all those foreign French beaches I'll never see. I want to I want to shoot every panda in existence. It's too stupid to, you know, breed to save it. I, just, I want to destroy all the beautiful things in the world so we can make our own. Uh-huh. And I like that a lot, because it, it kind of, the only time it really shows up is when the best part of the movie happens, and uh, Jared Leto gets the shit kicked out of him. <laughs> Angel face, no! I'm glad. <clears throat> I'm really glad that happened. But, you know, it's like the only time he... And it's not even Tyler doing it. It's just the narrator showing off so that he can be Tyler's favorite again. Yeah. It's fucked. <sighs> well, I mean, I've seen this... I've seen, I've seen a lot of different readings um, of the story. And one, one of the ones that are most popular... Uh, is the the homoerotic I don't know, the gay I don't know what you would say that the homosexual relationship that the narrator has for Tyler for himself is he battling his inner demon? Ooh. Well, it was more like he was so unfulfilled fulfilled in the world because he was not being who he truly was that he had to create um, the perfect man basically uh, to help him live out the fantasies that he'd always had. It's one of the reasons he's so hostile to to Marla, that kind of stuff. I'd be hostile towards Marla because she's a, <laughs> the worst ever. Yeah, I've also heard it called as like a super sexist movie because the only main character is Marla, and she has sex with both the dudes and is only around to get shit on. Nah, I mean... Nah, I do. <laughs> I just pulled up the the angel face fight. It's been a lot of fun to watch, isn't it? Yeah. Good. He deserves every punch he takes. That's interesting. They huh. said that one of the reasons that they started the they made it, you know, like the don't talk about fight club and like the second rule is the way they eff- emphasized it was mostly was a subtle reminder to not spoil the uh oh yeah, the movie, like the mm-hmm. twist. Mhm. I don't know. We should we should start doing stuff like that. What do you guys think? What's Let's all start going to support groups together. <laughs> oh, Total Film voted this as number four on their 100 greatest films of all time. That was in 2005, though. I think we could get Jared Leto to join us. Maybe. Only if I get to beat him up. You know who I was happy when I saw him on screen? Holt, baby! Captain Holt was on screen in this film? Holt McCallany? Callany? I don't know who that is. Yeah, you do. He's the guy from, uh, what is it, True Detective? Is that the one? I don't know. Mindhunter. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Is his lieutenant? Yeah. Bro. I love that guy. He's got dude, a- he really is a good actor. <laughs> a, yeah, and he's got a really good voice, too. For, you should do like, more he, voice work. He has like a good voice. He has a good face. He just does a good job. Pretty happy with that. 
He was born for the silver screen. Sorry, who are you talking about? I'm trying to... Do you remember Mindhunter? Yeah, I, I do, but I mean, like, who's the person that you're... He's the lieutenant where he's like, he's like, he had a name, he was Robert Paulson. He's like, oh, I see what you're saying, sir. Like, only in death can we truly be individuals. Oh, okay. I think I know who you're talking about. The only one of Project Mayhem who speaks, apart from Jared Leto? He's uh, credited as the mechanic. You know, the first time I ever watched a part of this show, it was on TV, and I'd always heard about it. So I turned it on, and it was the scene where Tyler is talking to Marla, or the, the Jack's talking to Marla in the diner. Let me tell you, I was so confused as what's going on. Because <laughs> he's like, don't... Don't don't order the clam chowder. She's like, well, I want it. He goes, don't do it. <laughs> I was like, why why would you not order that? Why did she get on the bus? What's going on? And I turned it and didn't watch it until way later. Then you said, oh yeah, it's all coming together. I'd recommend you guys read the book. It's it's told a little more out of order than the movie is because, like I said, the writer's not necessarily a good writer. But there's a lot more instructional stuff. Anton, if you want to learn how to make soap, it's way more. <laughs> in-depth instruction in there. Yeah, I I'll don't think I really want to make soap, though. <laughs> I was joking. Oh. I do need to get into more hobbies, though. That's for sure. I'll be real with you, Chief. I'm still reading the last book I borrowed. Are you liking Catch-22? I've discovered that my reading comprehension is shit, because I haven't read in so long. Dude, it's <laughs> taking me longer. That's what... I, uh... That definitely happens to me. Like, what, when I start reading books, I often time realize that i'm reading the words but i'm not paying attention to what's on the page and so i'll read like half a page and be like wow i was just blindly reading <laughs> without even absorbing anything the problem with catch 22 the book is it's written in a way that it just states the same shit over and over again I think that's that makes it so funny to me. I think it's it, it is right. really funny. Like, um, I kind of didn't. I haven't read it in a while, and I just started to again. And there's a time where, um, Yasarian is talking to who's the guy he's in a, in the tent with. He shares the tent. Oh, uh, Apple, not Applebee. Is it Or? Because he's got apple cheeks. Yeah, it's or, and he's saying he's. It's just the fucking three pages of apple cheeks, and it's like, oh what? my god. <laughs> well, and I think it's funny that Yosarian's getting really upset with him too. Yeah, Yosarian do the same shit. But the thing is, like the the chapter before, he goes through this whole thing about him and um, is Applebee the one who gets upset? Um, who has the Clevenger, righteous no. tears of conviction? Yeah, that's uh. Dude, I don't remember now. Well, so whatever names. his name is. It's talking about a, uh, a time where that happened. It makes it sound like the present, and then it turns out it's just a recollection. So it just throws me for a loop, and I'm like, wait, did I miss something? Because he's like, ah, I thought that as I was, you know, riding to the uh, infirmary. Like, oh, fuck you, Yusarian. Yeah, that's fair. It's difficult. Like, it's just Fight. difficult to keep track of what the hell is going on. Fight Club is definitely a little easier to read than Catch-22. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. A couple of more fun facts. Uh, Brad Pitt's, the costume designers, had to go to actual like goodwill donation boxes 
to find clothes that were ill-fitting for him on purpose because even they couldn't create stuff willingly that looked bad on Brad Pitt. Oh. And I'll admit, even when he dresses like a crazy person in this film, he still looks really good. I think you have a crush. Yeah. There's also, um, I was reading some more of the themes. It talks about Marla's change from wearing, like, maybe not designer, per se. But as the movie progresses, she wears more and more, like, goodwill clothes. It's like the rejection of the, we've kind of talked about it, the consumerism. And more just, like, I'm wearing just clothes just to wear clothes. Right. You know what I mean? Well, and uh, one thing I thought that is in the book that I don't, I, I think is played up in the film, but never directly mentioned or brought up, is that Marla also has the kiss scar on the back of her hand. That Tyler was indoctrinating her as well. Yeah, that makes sense. Makes sense. Um, Tyler, did you watch this with uh, April? No. I watched this before. I was curious if she had seen... She she has. She doesn't like it. (laughs) Jared Leto gets beat up? No. Her reasoning is she feels like most everything that David Fincher, it's him she doesn't like. (laughs) It's just a circle jerk of, like, male bravado. Okay. Maybe that's why I like it so much. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, you're not... I can't say you're entirely wrong. I I feel like Girl with the Dragon Tattoo is different. Well, yeah, because Elizabeth Salander's kind of a superhero in that film. Yeah, but like Fight even... Club especially, yes. Like That's kind of the whole 100%, point. 100%, but that is the point of the movie. And then I guess you could see that in 7? Yeah. I mean, Gone Girl is kind of not. It's kind of a girl power film, I guess. I haven't seen Gone Girl. Specifically because you've told me to watch it so many goddamn times. <laughs> I like Gone Girl. I thought it was a good one. Yeah, Antone knows. Yeah. Good for Antone. Thank you. I hope Antone watches more movies that are good to him. Dude. <laughs> Bitch. I can't wait. David Fincher's next movie is coming out soon. It's in post-production. He hasn't directed a film since Gone Girl 2014, so I'm pretty pumped. Is it The Killer? Yeah. Distributor yeah. Netflix? Uh, less excited, but yeah. Ooh, it's it's a, crazy, dude. An American neo noir. It's crazy. He's still doing video, or for a while, he was still doing music videos. He did one for Justin Timberlake and Jay Z. Yeah, suit and tie. And I could probably get behind it, though. I mean, it has Tilda Swinton in it, and she's pretty great. She is great. It's based on a French graphic novel series. Are you guys on the IMDb page too? Yeah. No, I'm on Wikipedia. Michael, Michael Michael Fassbender. Yeah. Fassbender and Tilda Swinton. I'm pretty excited. No way. He just he directed Alien Three. Yeah, that was his first gig. <laughs> he almost never made movies again. Panic Room. I don't think I've seen that. It's a pretty good thriller. Uh, one of the first on-screen films of uh, the chick from Twilight. What's her name? K- uh, Kristen Stewart. Cook a Kristen Stewart. Anto, do you think that David Fincher is a is a misogynist circle jerk? Eh, I don't try to connect things to. No, I mean, 
try to make those kinds of connections. I just like, do I well, like I mean, him as an actor or not actor? God, uh, producer, director, or not? And that's pretty much is the, to the extent. He fucking directed the Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Like, what more do you need of evidence? Yeah, dude. That's like, don't you remember the scene where Benjamin Button goes into a jealous rage and beats the crap out of every woman he knows? I have not Just seen that movie. Like on actually. his deathbed, I would pay so much money to see that. <laughs> I have not Benjamin seen Button. Benjamin Button. It's really long. He did Zodiac too. I don't know. Uh-huh. I saw Zodiac. I, I did like Zodiac. I think Just it's... because she has an opinion doesn't mean like, and I'm, I don't want to sound like I'm defending her too much. She hasn't seen every single David Finch movie. Finch. I was gonna say I think it's I think it's seven. Seven I wouldn't say necessarily has the same theme as. Of like male violence, as Fight Club does. Uh, I can who's see that, committing but... the violence? Yeah, but I mean, statist- statistically, that's realistic. Statistically, I like you guys. Strictly statistics speaking, it's like ninety-six percent of serial killers are are uh, men, and I'm sure the detective rates are pretty high for men as well, and like a pretty high uh, level of. Uh, wives, I would say, are even women. So, I mean, it matches yeah, up realistically. What's the statistics on people who get beheaded? <laughs> uh, it's 100% with Paltrow. <laughs> <laughs> Only her. Damn. Alright, well. Crazy that Seventh is his second movie. I know. And I wish. Sorry, Gwyneth. I wish you got beheaded. In this film as well, just at the end, Tyler's like, hey, I got you something. I thought, I just know you hate Gwyneth Paltrow, so. Peace offering? Look, uh, hindsight is, this is actually 2020. She's got to make something called goop. No, we don't do that. <laughs> we don't fuck around with that. But, uh, I like the Raymond K. Hessel scene, too. For all the, all the bad that Tyler and the narrator do, I think that the Raymond K. Hessel scene's appropriate. Be a good. Is that the Asian like, guy? Yeah, the one that they kill. I guess they don't talk about it in the movie, but in the books, he's like, "Our mission for the day is to go kill one," and that's like they don't kill him, but like that's their version of killing him. You know what I mean? They kill who he is at that moment. Correct. For that that time in his life. Go to veterinary school. Okay. I was reading um something a critic or critics wrote about that in. Like that specific part of the movie. Mm-hmm. I felt real dumb. Okay. Well, because you see if they just used a lot of words and I was like, man. Uh, I've started getting ready for school here in in the fall semester. And let me tell you, I know exactly what you mean. I had to take a practice placement test for math for basic algebra. I got like six out of the 30 questions, right? It's like, oh. Oh. I used okay. to, I used to yeah. know how to do this stuff. I'm so stupid. <laughs> Let me read you this. Okay. Critics write, For Tyler, success is simply a matter of getting off one's backside and forging ahead. Individual initiative and sheer force of will will magically cancel out institutional constraints, and critiques of the gravity of dominant relations of oppression are dismissed as either an act of bad faith or the unacceptable whine of victimization. That is a lot to unpack. You should send that my way. I'll just send you the link because it's a whole Wikipedia page of the interpretations of Fight Club. 
Oh, heck yeah. It's really interesting. But like, yes, I know what those words mean, but putting them together and like seeing how someone who watched that thought that is like, my brain is a skipping stone. Are you sending me the group chat? Send it the chat. Let's see it. Sorry, I was so caught. I think and up then next, I started to read again. Up next, we're uh, watching uh, Less Than Zero, starring Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> Just kidding, we're not, but I think I'm going to pick that one. Don't even know what that is. It's uh, a movie based on a book written by the same guy who wrote uh, American Psycho. Oh. But instead of a crazy psycho killer, it's just a bunch of about a, about a bunch of really bad people who are sad. And it doesn't have Jared Little say, oh, "Patrick, it's you. You're the American Psycho." <laughs> <laughs> I guess the talented Mr. Ripley. That's interesting. How does that explore fascism in Europe? I don't know. They do uh, talk about some interesting parallels how Bob embodies how traditional patriarchy is being lost and how his generation fears feminization. Bob is? Yes. That's interesting. Um, I would argue that Bob was one of the only people that accepted what... I mean, he suffered actual real consequences from what I would describe as toxic masculinity in the masculine well, field. He was chasing it, and then, but he was the most okay with it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but... When you see him, his body and spirit are crippled by failed modernities, science, and technology. I wouldn't even call him... I don't but, know. I, I would... That's something I would... He's in the with. hug class. I know who Bob is. Yeah, I'm, I'm just... saying his body and spirit are definitely crippled. I think his body is. I would say that Bob's loving and... I don't know. He seems to be the one that is understands that he's not any less of a man. He's, he's not hunting the... the the masculine ideal, because he already did. I think he just sees it as a fun time and something he gets swept up in because he's just a little bit dumb. Is he happy about his bitch tits? I don't think he's unhappy as, about his bitch tits. I think he's more upset about his... The only problem he gets sad about is just that his kids won't call him. That's when he really loses it, you know what I mean? But yeah, he was... I, I think I would argue that Bob was the one who chased after the masculine ideal more so than anyone else in the film. Except maybe the narrator, just because the narrator had a psychotic break. Or so, but Bob doesn't seem he seems well adjusted and not particularly bothered by the fact he doesn't have any testicles anymore. That doesn't seem to be an issue for him. Well, it could have been taken as how he grew because when it first, when that incident first happened, I would assume as it being a, a big change, slightly traumatic, you could say, <laughs> that he did have issues. Right, but I think it was the growth that was yeah. helping him grow. I see what you mean. So that would be my counterpoint to it. That... Duly noted. And I, I, ignored. I've been watching Beast Wars lately. It's all on, hey, if you guys want to watch a fun show, 1996 Beast Wars, it's on YouTube. 4K scaled up every episode. And it's 1996 CGI is the funniest thing on Earth. Oh, hell yeah. There's a scene where Optimus Primal is falling out of a spaceship and it's supposed to be sad he's being left behind on Earth. And it's all silent, and everyone's screaming silently to catch him, and he just falls and lands flat on the ground and makes a splat noise. Splat? <laughs> yep. And it's done oh in 1996 CGI of a gorilla. 
Where do you? Oh my god, dude! That looks like the Halo Infinity gr uh, brute. Uh huh. What the heck? That's cool. I guess I I've known about Fight Club, and I know that it's got its things that it has inspired. I guess I just didn't realize that it had been written on so critically. Why is this so people? Oh my god, dude! This CGI is ass. 1996, bro. You know, uh, April's friend. Who I would say is now my friend. <laughs> he actually has a Cheetor like action figure. And it uh, literally looks exactly like the show. I used to have a Waspinator one. Because he goes, mm, Waspinator. That's how he talks. It's really annoying. Kill it. But that's the anime I've picked out is uh, Beast Wars. We have to watch all 52 episodes by next time. <laughs> Easy. Yeah, I'm kind of curious now. But there's some stuff I, I have to read up on before I can fully say it. But I, I, you know what? 10 out of 10, A+, plus, best film ever. Or one of them. Wow. That's the rating I'd, I give. I'd give it a... Uh, probably a 9 out of 10. I really enjoyed it. Nice. I'd say when I first saw it, I'd give it two thumbs up. But now, I kind of, after a few times, I, I give it one thumbs up. Makes me sad, but that's fine. Hey, it's still like it. <laughs> it's true. Well, we are going to then watch next time Watchmen, uh, the series that is on HBO. So if you have an HBO subscription, you can go ahead and watch that there. While Who you're at it. Sorry, yeah, I had to make a joke, Anton. You're good. You're good. Who we watches do. The Watchmen? Us. We're watching The Watchmen this season. <laughs> true we are watching the watchman so uh, you can go ahead and again find on hbo you as well while you're at it go and follow us on all of our social medias that is anchor.fm slash continue watching you can find the links to them uh, that's facebook instagram twitter and youtube go ahead and see all of our content there let us know what you're thinking tell us what you think about this show as well so do it do it now please <laughs> do it alright well we'll go ahead and see you next time so thanks for listening bye bye, bye. goodbye <laughs>